0: Hi, and welcome to the Happier You podcast. I'm your host, Bonna Normando. I started this podcast with the goal to inspire people to stop comparing their lives to others and start focusing on making their own journey unique, authentic, and happier. I thought, what if there's a voice out there encouraging people to find happy in their regular everyday lives? Instead of thinking happiness is something to be purchased, earned, or only for a select few. Each episode is meant to deliver a little bit of sunshine, as well as to challenge and inspire you. I'm inviting you on this journey to find the happier you. Hey, happy people, and welcome back. Today, I'm talking about how to keep working on your happy and staying open to being challenged. Sometimes we get stuck in the routine of thinking this is the only way to do things. So today's story is a little bit of humble pie of me getting given my own advice. Last week, I signed up for a free challenge. It was great. The woman offering the course, her name is Amanda Walker, and she's a coach. She ran this free challenge where she taught us each day and then gave us homework every night of the challenge. I had a super busy week, but I had seen her present before and I really liked her teaching style and the energy and message she presents. I decided that despite it being a busy week, I wanted to fit this training into my schedule. At the end of the challenge, she did a live Q&A. It was on the weekend, but I made it work because I wanted to hear her answer other people's questions and get any more good info I could. And I also had a burning question. So in the past, I've not been brave enough to be the question asker. I like to listen to other people's questions and learn from them. But During her Q&A session, there was a lull in the questions, and as she was waiting for live questions to come through, she started addressing some email questions that she'd received. My problem was, no one was asking my burning question. I had talked about this on another podcast, but if we want change, we have to DSD, do something different. So I screwed up my courage, came off mute, turned on my camera, and asked my question. After I explained the concept that she had presented that week that challenged me and created a big aha moment for me, I asked if she had any advice for me moving forward. Okay, here's the thing you're going to get a real kick out of. She said to me, and I kid you not, Bona, I think this is something that you should journal about. Not just about what it means to you, but also what it doesn't mean to you. <laughs> um, What did she just say? Did she just tell me to journal? Don't you wish you could have seen the look on my face when she suggested I journal? Imagine big blinking eyes. Picture a deer in headlights look. <laughs> if you've been with me for any amount of time, you know I believe strongly in the power of journaling, and I'm constantly encouraging people to journal through different challenges and aha moments in their life. But oh my goodness, you guys, when she held that mirror up to me, I got a bit of my own medicine. Hello, humble pie. I decided I wanted to share this with you guys today because I realized two things. Number one, it is super important to get out of our comfort zones and get exposed to new ideas, people, and thoughts. I journal all the time. Maybe I would have gotten to journaling through this current aha in a month or two or maybe in a year. But by putting myself out there and asking the question, exposing myself to a new person and her thoughts and ideas, I DSD'd my way to growth. And the second thing I realized is I am not going to stop talking about journaling because it's so powerful. And I want to do for you what Amanda did for me. Sometimes we're too close to see what's holding us back, or we just don't have the right perspective and we need someone else to point it out. That's what Amanda did for me. Now, when I see exposure to new people and other people's perspective and advice, remember, I mean people who have your best interest at heart, not the bullies and the critics and the power players who are just looking out for number one. It's important to remember that and keep that in perspective. Just to give you one more interesting side note to this story, behind the scenes, I have been working on a journal challenge for you guys. I wasn't ready to tell you about it yet, but yeah, it's a thing. It's coming because I want to help those of you still unsure about the power of journaling. I want to help you fall in love with it. And for those of you who already have a journal practice, I want to see if we can strengthen it or help you take it even further to the next level. Maybe see if there are new thoughts and things that you can unlock with the right question or challenge. Sometimes it's simply about asking a different question or asking the question a different way. Don't you find that interesting that in the middle of creating a journal challenge, someone turns around and challenges me to journal? (laughs) That was my humble pie that I wanted to share with you guys. And I thought you'd get a kick out of because I am always talking about journaling and encouraging other people to journal. So I'm not the only one out there who believes in the power of journaling. But do you know why Amanda was able to challenge me? Well, first off, it's because she's a coach and it's what she does professionally and I'll just say, she's really good at it. Also, she was able to do it because I was open to growth. I mean, in that exact moment, there was a bit of gulp. Oh my goodness. <laughs> then once I got over that moment, I am open to growth. I don't believe happiness is a passive thing. I don't think that because I have figured out what will bring me more happiness and joy that I now just get to sit back and life hands me happy. It doesn't work like that. What I do have are the habits and skills to keep working on figuring out what my happy looks like and making sure I'm doing the things that keep me choosing happy when I can. My life roller coaster goes up and down just like yours does. The trick is when it starts to go down, I have the tools to help me seek the happy moments when I can, but I also have the tools to help me through the tough times. I know that I don't have to go it alone when I realize I'm on a downslope and I need help navigating through it. The more I know myself, the easier it is to know what kind of help I need to ask for. Asking for help is a new skill for me, and I'm super proud of myself every time I go outside my comfort zone and I do it. I'm slowly finding my voice to ask for help. It has not been something that has been easy for me. Can you see how putting myself out there to ask Amanda a question was a stretch for me? I love to learn, but I usually stay safe on the sidelines and do it quietly by myself. And that works to a certain extent. But boy, when you put yourself out there and be vulnerable, can you see how that might work too? I probably just saved myself a few months of feeling lost and wondering what I was missing. Why did I share this with you today? Well, because I wanted to share that even when we think we know something, sometimes someone else's perspective or a specific question is what we need to get unstuck. It's important to stay humble and open to learning even if you think you already know something. Like I said earlier, happiness is not a passive thing. It's not lazy. What are you doing to work on yours? Are you stuck on something but can't figure out what it is? Lots of people tell me that they don't know what their happiness ultimately looks like. If you don't know, don't panic. You are not alone. This can be a big, scary question. So I love the concept of 10% happier that Dan Harris talks about in his book, 10% Happier. If we use that concept, it makes the question easier to handle. So not what does your happiness look like, but what does 10% happier look like? And what is one thing you could do today to move you towards that 10% happier? Now, go write that down. And if you're brave enough, find the journal that you're going to use for the upcoming journal challenge, because now you know it's coming. You don't have to wait for the challenge to start to write in it. Write the answer to today's question in it to start. So today's question again is, what does your 10% happier look like? And what is one thing you could do today to move you towards your 10% happier? The quote I want to leave you with is by Bob Nelson. And he says, you get the best effort from others, not by lighting a fire beneath them, but by building a fire within. And Amanda gave me the gift of lighting the fire within. Despite how humbling and a bit uncomfortable that moment was, I am so, so grateful for it. Hopefully, I lit a little fire inside of you today to keep working on your happy and remaining open to being challenged. All right, happy people. Remember, when you have a choice, choose happy. Have a good one and go get your happy on. I had talked about this on another podcast. (laughs) Okay. And if she had, and if she had any advice, I've been working on a job. You are not alone. Hey, this is just a quick reminder. If you know anyone that could use more happiness in their life, please share the podcast with them. The whole point of doing this is to create more happiness in the world. And the more people we empower to find their personal happiness, the more happiness we have to spread around. So please take a minute and share the episode.